Welcome to the Abundant Life Church Sermon of the Week. We hope you enjoy this message by Pastor Sergio Meza. For more information about Abundant Life Church, please visit www.abundantlifechurch.org. Uh, what I want to talk about, it's, uh, it's about God's call precedes His judgment. And uh, I'm just glad and grateful for the day that God called me out of the darkness, out of the darkness of this world, and brought me into his, his light. Uh, yeah, that I, to me, that was, a, that was a beautiful day when, when he sent somebody into my life uh, to tell me about a better, a better life and also where I could come into a place of safety, uh, where I could come in and, and, and be saved from the judgment that it's, we know, according to the Bible, it's going to happen once again, just like it did in the days of uh, Noah. And so, ever, 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 since, ever, ever since God came into my life, uh, He has given, given me, and I'm sure to all of us, many promises. And a lot of His promises have been fulfilled, uh, not only in my life, but I'm, I'm sure they have been fulfilled also in your lives. Uh, I remember when I first uh, became a Christian, one of the promises that I really kind of uh, uh, hang on was, was the one that says that believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved and also your whole family. And, and it, it didn't take very long after that that, uh, that that promise was fulfilled in my life because most of my family, after I, I, I believed, they, they all started coming to the, to the knowledge uh, of, of God. And to this day, uh, a lot of my family are saved and I thank God for that. And, and also, as, uh, as I started my life also, I remember uh, my wife and I, we got married very young. We were only 18 years old. We, yeah, it was, we were very young. And, uh, and, and I saw, and throughout the years, I have seen the, the hand of God work in our lives. If I remember really hard times, you know, being that young and... Uh, it was very hard. It was very hard. And uh, I remember saying that uh, we didn't really wait for, you know, to have children either. We, we started having children right, right away. Uh, we had our first child uh, like two years later. And that, that brought a little more, you know, more responsibility to our lives. But uh, uh, God, like I said, God, I saw the hand of God or I have seen the hand of God throughout the, the years up to this date, I've been serving God for uh, almost 30 years, and, and I have seen him done so many things in my life, and not only in my life, but in, the, in, in my family. I can, I, can, I, can, I can tell the blessing of God upon us. You know, it's, it's just amazing how, how, how good it is to, to be in the kingdom of God, to belong to his, to his people. Uh, one of his promises uh, is that one day he will come back to take us to a heavenly place. When he came, he said, uh, yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm leaving, but I'm not going to leave you as orphans. I'm going to give you the Holy Spirit. But also, I'm going to prepare a place for you so that where I go, you can be also, you can be also with me forever and ever. Uh, and... The first uh, 16 or 17 years of my life, 
in this world, I, I lived, lived them out, out there. You know, without God, I had no knowledge. I didn't know anything about God. And my, fam- my family, they didn't, they didn't know anything either. The only one that, that knew was one of my uncles. And, and that's the reason because of him. That's, that's how uh, a lot of the rest of our families started coming and, and knowing about the, the riches of the, the word of God. Uh, uh, <clears throat> uh, so those, those short years that I was out there, even at the, the age of, uh, you know, 15, 16, 17 years old, uh, I think most people can see a lot out there, what the world has to offer. You know, it has bad things, really bad things. Uh, I remember I did, I, I did try uh, 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 drugs. I did try them. I did, uh, somebody enticed me to, to drink alcohol also, which I thank God that I never got really uh, addicted to it, you know, to either one of those, those things. Uh, smoking, I tried it too, but thank God I never got into that either. So I think, I thank God that even though uh, we, you know, people, us and people that are out there, uh, we, we are out there, but God's purpose for every human being is to, to come to the knowledge of God and to, and to be saved from all these things that are out there to, to destroy people, to destroy people. So, uh, <clears throat> uh, the Bible says that God came to give us life and, God, and life more, in, more abundantly. So, that, that's why... Uh, I don't take it for granted the fact that I, I belong to the, to, 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 to the kingdom of God. I know that my life couldn't be better without him. I know that for sure. Uh, but I want to I wanna begin the, the lesson, uh, you know, saying this, that uh, it is difficult to, to comprehend the, the significance of our times. If things were bad before, I think things are getting worse Every, every day, they just, they're just getting worse. I think we are living in the last days, and people, a lot of people say that. We must be living in the last days because the, the change that we are seeing in the last, I don't know, 150 years or so, it's just been uh, huge, you know. Uh, if, if, we, if we compare the, the conditions we are living today versus historical conditions, we realize that things have changed a lot. A lot, and yet we, we don't we don't find things uh, that unordinary. We just get used to it. We think that well, that this is the way it is, and that's the way it's supposed to be. But no, we, we have seen a lot of change in 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 a short time. For many years, uh, humankind never exceeded the speed of a horse. It was you know it was just uh, that's all there was a horse, and but now. Uh, in the last, I don't know, 150 years, 200 years, we have seen the, the development of automobiles, uh, trains, planes, and, and many other ways we can travel to different, place, different places of the world in, in a very short time. So uh, that's, a big, that's a big change from a horse to, to a plane. That's, that's huge. Uh, or if we think about the, the astronauts, they can travel at 17,000 miles an hour in the space shuttle, so that, that's, that's huge. Uh, se- uh, several nations in the world today have nuclear, nuclear weapons, 
And that, that's, that, that's also huge because before it used to be where people used to fight uh, one man with one man and they would only kill one person at a time. Now a uh, nuclear blast can kill millions of people. And that's the scary thing that the, of the days that we're living today. You know, that, that could happen any moment. And, and the, the thing is that it, not only the United States has those kind of weapons, there's many other countries that have them. And it, it, it all, all it's going to take, it's, it's some crazy person to, to push the button and, and do a lot of damage to, to, our, to people, to humankind. Uh, we, we also have the computer technology and in our daily lives, they have changed our lives greatly, tremendously too. Um, I was talking to my mom this week and uh, she was telling me that one of my nephews gave her an iPad. And, and before she was, you know, she was all against it. She, she was like, oh, that stuff, that technology, that must be of the devil because, you know, the, the things you can do with the stuff. And now that talking to her about this iPad, she was telling me how, how she's liking it. Now she says, I, I can listen to sermons on the iPad. I can read my Bible on the iPad. I can, uh, I can do a lot of things, listen to songs and, and do all different things. And she's, she's liking it. <laughs> and I'm like, I, I thought, I thought you, you said that that was bad. I'm like, well, that, that's just the things that we're living in. Uh, one person, our company, the company that I work for, uh, they were also providing cell phones for, for some of the workers. And uh, one of the guys uh, had a flip phone, and he never wanted to get into the, the new technology of a smartphone. And he was all against it as well. And, and, and finally, he had to have the phone. They, they tell him, you got to have it, because you're a foreman. You got to have a cell phone, uh, a smartphone. So as soon as he had it, not long after that, you can get him away from the phone. He's always on the emails and Facebook and, and all the other stuff. And, and, and that's like I say, we, we just get so used to, to the things that we're living in. The changes that are happening in our lives are, are just, we're just getting to it like, like nothing. Like it's so common and, and like it's normal. <clears throat> In, in the medical field, we find the doctors are transplanting uh, organs by the thousands. One of my, nephew, my nephews, he, was, uh, he had a heart transplant, and thank God he's doing okay. That, that was like four years ago, and he's doing okay. But a lot of the, 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 sometimes I think about that. I'm like, my nephew has somebody, somebody else's heart, and, and he's, you know, he's just a normal kid. And, and that's huge also. That's a huge change in our days. To be able to have somebody else's heart, somebody else's kidney or lung or whatever. That's just amazing, the, the changes that we are seeing in these days, in our days. Uh, <clears throat> years ago, people used to be more respectful and they were ashamed of uh, immoral behavior. Nowadays, sin... sin in our society has multiplied greatly. Por pornography and homosexuality, abortion, uh, they have caused society to lose the ability to blush. People, they just think it's normal. The world is becoming more and more corrupt. And the Bible says that in the days of Noah, the earth was corrupt. 
And that's the reason why God brought judgment on the earth because of the corruption that was going on uh, in the world. There is an epidemic of illegal drugs. Many people are dying from overdoses doses, and drug dealing. That, that's in abundance. Violence has increased in many cities and many parts of the world. Uh, not long ago, I was listening to the, to the news about all these uh, people dying in Chicago, in the city of Chicago. That's just one place. But if we really think about every city in, in, in America, not only here in America, but other parts of the world, violence is just, it, it's just to the roof. Uh, there was only one divorce in 30 at the turn of the 20, 20th century, and now it's almost one in two. That's kind of scary. I remember a while back, uh, maybe... 20 years ago, 25 years ago, I used to work in a foundry, and, uh, and, and there, there was a lady in her maybe 50s, and we were talking, and she was telling me that she was going to go through a divorce, and to me, that was pretty shocking to know that, uh, you know, that uh, a full-grown person at that age would think about doing such a thing, and, and it was kind of rare back then to me, it was... It was inconceivable, but uh, that was the first time that I came across that, you know, that kind of a thing. Uh, but even today, people are thinking that divorce is our, or marriage is becoming obsolete. And that, that's, that's scary. Uh, no generation has seen so much rapid change as we are seeing it today in these days. Even those who do not believe in God, in God or the Bible should be wondering, where are we going with all of this? And I think a lot of people, I don't know if you noticed that, but people, people that are not Christians, they can tell something is going on. Just by the way they talk, the way, you know, when you talk with them, they, you can, they can tell, everybody can tell that, or sense that something, something is about to happen. It's, it's as if we were running on a cosmic treadmill. <laughs> <clears throat> And, and it is getting faster and faster, faster and faster. All these things should warn us that we are living in climatic times. Jesus came into the world to warn us, to warn us about a day of judgment that is going to come over the earth once again, just like in the days of Noah. He, he came with that. You know, I, I, I think that was, that was the reason he came, to tell, let us know that there is going to be a day of, uh, of judgment and that this earth is not going to remain forever, as some people might think. There's going to be an end to, to all of these things, just like, uh, like in the days of Noah. Uh, uh, thank God he also, but thank God he also gave us a plan. He didn't only came to, to scare us with this, uh, this news about a day of judgment. He came and gave us a plan to, to escape. Just like in the days of Noah, God gave uh, Noah uh, a plan. And the plan was the ark. Well, now we have a plan of salvation as well. And, and so... Uh, I'm going to begin reading the, the first uh, scripture in Matthew, the book of Matthew, chapter 24, verses 37 through 39. 
Gospel of Matthew 24, 37 through 39, it reads, But as the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. For as, for as in the days that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, until the day that Noah entered the ark, and knew not until the flood came and took them all away. So shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. Uh, and that's what I was saying, that we are getting so used to all these, these changes. And that's how, that's how the people in those, the days of Noah were. They, they were all careless, like, nah, nothing's going to happen. This guy, this crazy guy has been building this boat for so long and nothing has happened. Why, why is something going to happen now? You know, and, and that's the thing, that, that's the way some people look at us sometimes when we tell them about church. When we invite them to church, some of them, they, they laugh and they mock and they, they're like, nah, you're, you're, you're crazy. We, that's not going to happen. You know, some people, the other day, I don't know where I heard somebody say the, just like joking that, oh, I don't believe in hell. And a lot of people don't. A lot of people don't believe uh, about all these things that are, are, are in the Bible, they think that it's just, uh, it's just a group of nuts going around and, you know, believing something that is not true. But uh, God is merciful and kind, and he has told us what we need to do to prepare for his coming, for the day of his judgment. Uh, he came into the world to let us know what we need to do to prepare for his return. Uh, he, he also gave us an specific plan, a plan of salvation, and, uh, and we know that plan. We know the plan of salvation, how we can enter this, this ark, you might want to call it the ark, which is the church. Uh, it's, it's the place the, uh, of safety. I'm going to read in Second Peter uh, uh, chapter 3, 7 through 10. It says, but the heavens and the earth, which are now by the same word are kept in store, reserved unto fire against the day of judgment and perdition of ungodly men. But beloved, be not ignorant of this one thing. The one day is with the Lord as a thousand years and a thousand years as one day. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some men count slackness. But is long-suffering to, to us, word, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, in that which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. The earth also and the works that are therein shall be burned up. So the Bible is tell, telling us what, how it's going to be, how the, the judgment is going to come on, on, on this earth this next time. God gave a promise the last time when the flood happened and that he would never destroy it with, by, with water. And so, but now I don't know what, which one is worse, uh, drowned or, <laughs> or being burned up. So, but that, that's in the word of God and, and, and us as Christians, I don't know about you, but when I came, uh, when I became a Christian, my life has been a life of faith. 
Everything that I believe in the word of God, like I was saying, some people might call us nuts and crazy, but what I believe, I do it by faith. It is by faith. I, it's by faith that I believe that the, the word of God is truth and that what he, it says, it, it's going to happen. Why, why, how can I be so sure of that? Well, like I said, a lot of the promises of God have been fulfilled in my life and he has proven himself to be real and to be true. And how can I, how can I believe that and ignore the, the future of what he's telling us? I can I can do that. Before the flood, God God sent a man called Noah to warn the people in those days. And as we know, according to the scripture, uh, they ignore him. They ignore him, and but then the, the consequences were that they all perish. Uh, but to us, God sent His own Son, Jesus Christ, to to let us know about this this coming judgment. Uh, over 2,000 years ago, Jesus was born in the town of Bethlehem. He grew up and he, he, he discipled a group of men and women. He taught them what to do to prepare for this judgment that is coming uh, over the earth. Uh, and, and, and he told them what they needed to do uh, to be part of the kingdom of God. And as we, as we read in the Gospels, he, he would tell us, you got to do this or that to, to be part of the kingdom. Because if you don't, well, you're not. You're not going to be able to enter my kingdom, the kingdom of God. Uh, he also told them to go throughout the world and to make disciples. He, God didn't just, uh, uh, when, the, when the flood was going about to happen, or when, when he told Noah about the flood, he didn't rush to, to come and bring the destruction on earth. In the same way for us nowadays, people sometimes say, oh, well, and even in the scripture it says, oh, well, yeah, but you guys have been saying that he's coming and he's coming and he hasn't come. When, when is he going to come if it's true? Well, God is not, God is merciful and he's patient not wanting anybody to perish, but he wants everybody to be safe. That's just the love of God that sometimes it's, it's hard for us to, to comprehend. Uh, <clears throat> so, uh, he, he, uh, he, he, he told them to go make disciples, and, and actually that's, that's part, of, part, part of our job too, to go tell people. The Bible says, go give by grace what by grace you have give, been given. So the gospel, I thank God that, that somebody shared the gospel with me because, like I said, uh, my life, I know for a fact, my life couldn't be better without God. I know that. How, how can I, how, why am I so sure of that? Well, that's because I know, I see, I see the difference between the people of God and the people out there. I, I, I deal with people out there. I'm not, I'm not in close to, you know, just to, to us and us only. I, I, we all have to deal with people outside the church, and we can tell the difference. And so uh, we, we got to tell them. We got to tell them that there is a better place. Uh, just as Noah, Noah's ark became the only vessel of escape from the flood in those days, the world today also has only one ark of salvation. That will, save, that will save them from the judgment of God's wrath. The ark is the church or the group of believers that follow Jesus and his word. 
So we, we are the ark. And just like Noah, he, I'm sure he was telling people, hey, come on over. God said he was going to destroy this, uh, this earth. Uh, we, we, I think that's our responsibility to do the same, to let people know. He doesn't want anyone to perish, but he wants everyone to enter the ark, to enter the, the ark, the church, uh, through, the, through, through the only door that can save us. And we know who the door is. The door is Jesus Christ. Noah's ark had only one door, and when the flood came, the door was shut, and nobody could open it again. And, I, and, and as we read the scripture, it says, the Bible says that one day, this opportunity that God is giving us right now, it's not going to last forever. One day, God is going to shut the door, and people are going to want it, but they're not going to be able to find it. Because one day the door is going to be shut and there's, it's not going to be open again. Not until God takes us to the, to the promised land that he has said, that he has uh, prepared for us. So God has warned us uh, through his word that something is going to happen soon. And he's giving every human being the, the opportunity to repent. Our job as believers is to let the, the world know about his coming Jesus, uh, Jesus promised that he will return and rapture his church out of the earth. Uh, and, and this is the next big event in God's calendar. That's what's going to happen. I believe it. I, uh, you know, sometimes it's hard to believe that. It is hard. But we do it by faith. You know, sometimes I picture that, the, the rapture. Sometimes I picture that people going up, you know, like, like they, sometimes they show it on a, on a movie or whatever. You see people, you know, going up into, into heaven. It's hard to, to, to grasp that. But like I said, we believe, everything we believe in the word of God is by faith. And what, what is impossible for God, for people, it's possible for God, for God. He can do anything. I don't know how God is going to transform our bodies when the rapture happens. I, I don't know how he's going to do it. All I know is that I believe it. I believe he's going to happen and he's going to do it one way or the other. Whether I believe it or not, he's going to do it. So, uh, <clears throat> Noah was called to build an ark. And Jesus came to build a church in our days. He, he started with the disciples, and the disciples went throughout the world and started preaching the word of God, the way, the way of uh, the plan of salvation. They started uh, spreading it around. Uh, and I thank God because when I first came to, to know God, I wasn't looking for God. Somebody came looking for me. And I know that the person that came looking for me was sent by God. Because the same way that person came to me, somebody else came to that person and told them about the gospel. And thank God for that. that, that's, uh, that that's just awesome. <clears throat> uh, he waited, God waited patiently for a while to ex execute his judgment because he didn't want anyone to perish. He wanted them to repent from their sins. Noah started, to, started the building process Per God's, God's instructions. God gave him instructions on how he was supposed to build it. And that's exactly how he had to build it. And that's the same thing for the church today. God has told us how to build the, this, 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 uh, this ark. The church. He has given us uh, uh, specific instructions on what we need to do to be safe. 
Uh, we, cannot, we cannot skip. Uh, uh, we, we just have to do it the way he has told us. <clears throat> Noah started the building process. Uh, uh, it is important since that was going to be the means to escape the flood. It took him a long time to build it, but he kept, he kept himself faithful to God. And I think that's important. That is important. You know why? Because our lives, there are so many things that come into our lives, and sometimes we do get discouraged. And a lot of the times it's sad to see people going in and out of the church. It is a scary thing. And sometimes I think that's my, 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 uh, my greatest prayer to God. God, give me the courage to keep myself faithful until the end. Because it's not easy with all this pressure we have in this world. It's not easy. Sometimes discouragement comes into our lives. And we feel like, uh, you know, like quitting. Like saying, oh, well, uh, I, don't, I don't think I... I can't anymore. But you know what? The Bible says that it's not for the one that runs the fastest, but for the one that makes it all the way. And that's my prayer to God. God, help me. Give me the strength to be faithful until the end. Noah waited a long time. And I thank God for that. You know, the Bible is full of, uh, of uh, uh, the Bible says that they're like shadows of things that were going to come. Well, Noah, he showed us by his patience, he waited a long time. He waited a long time. And, and, and I, like I said, I, I pray to God that I, I, I keep myself faithful to the end. Uh, good, good, God could have saved Noah and his family by some means other than the ark. But he used this method to provide a way for Noah to express his faith. So maybe that is the reason why we have to wait. Uh, brother, uh, Pastor uh, Frank Tamil used to say, uh, uh, if God wanted you to do nothing after you were saved, he would have taken you to heaven right away. But he didn't. He left us here for a reason. And we have a reason and we have a purpose why God has and is giving us time. He's given us time to, to do something, not to, not to sit there with our hands crossed, arms crossed. We have, to, we have to do what he wants us to do. And that is the, uh, that no, no one shall perish, but ever, everyone comes to repentance. Uh, that's our job to tell people about it. Uh, and also, uh, as it says here, that we have to, it, it's, it's, it's uh, it, so our faith can be shown to God, you know. That we have faith. <clears throat> we must be faithful as well if we, are really, if we really want to be safe. The Bible says the faith without works, it's dead. Uh, I'm, not gonna, I'm running out of time. I'm, not gonna, I'm, not, I'm running out of time, but I'm just going to... Uh, the book of James, we, we read uh, in chapter 2 that uh, it says about faith. The faith without works, it's dead. Works and faith go together. If I say I have faith, well, I got to prove it. Prove it. I got to do something about it. I can just say, well, I have faith, but, well, I got to show it. You are not going to believe me that I have faith unless I show you. And like, you know, and that, that's just the way it goes. We must have faith, but it doesn't mean that we don't have to do anything to, 
We have to, we have a job to do. The ark is a type of the church today. Like Noah, a preacher of righteousness, God has called us to preach the gospel to the lost and to gather as many as will come. So they may be saved from the wrath to come. We have to obey God. A lot of the times we doubt ourselves, uh, you know, as far as uh, uh, telling people about it, about the gospel. We are afraid, we're scared, scared and, and, and we think, oh, no, that person, uh, that person is not going to uh, listen. That person is not going to believe. But you know what I have found out? That a lot of the times when we do that, the person that we thought wouldn't want anything to do with God are the ones that God has chosen to be part of his kingdom. And so it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter what, what we think. We just have to be obedient and do what he says and let God do the rest. Let him do the rest. I'm not the one who's going to save them. It's God. And so my job is to bring them and to gather them. The spirit of God, <clears throat> the spirit of God is what draws people to him through, through our, our lives and our words. The church provides a safe place for everyone that comes. We bring them and God will do the cleaning. Yeah. Pastor Kylie said that. You do the fishing and God will do the cleaning. And that's all we have to do. We don't have to, we just bring them. <clears throat> uh, the book of John, or the, the gospel of John 6, 44, uh, I'm just going to really read it quickly. No man can come to me except the Father which had sent me, draw him, and I will raise him up at the last day. So uh, there it is. It's not about us. It's not about what we can do. It's about what God will do. Uh, we, we shouldn't ignore or forget the warning from God because he's coming back ready or not. I believe that. So, uh, and we must tell others about his coming because God loves everyone and he doesn't want anyone to perish. That's the reason why uh, it's taking him a while, while for him to come. Uh, everybody must know about it. The Bible says that no one is going to have an excuse. The Bible does say that. That everybody's going to know. Everybody's, know. everybody's going to know about this warning that is coming. And so in the last day, the Bible says that nobody's going to be able to say, oh, I didn't know. Nobody told me about it. Well, yeah, it's somebody, somebody's going to tell somebody. If we don't tell them, somebody else is going to tell them. When things are going well, it is difficult to imagine that everything could change in a moment of a time. And that's what I was saying. We get used to, to the, all these changes. We tend to settle quickly into worldly comforts and good times when our, when our sins seemingly go unpunished. We are tempted to think that we can escape the promised punishment. So we got to be careful with all these changes that are uh, 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 happening here on, on, in, our, in our days. The wicked society of Noah's day failed into this condition and mindset. Their good times prevented them from believing in the impending doom. So, I, I never want to take for granted the fact that God has brought me to a place of safety. We have to always remind ourselves that uh, we are here, and let's just, uh, you know, let's just imagine the, the ark. We are in an ark, and there is a flood. Well, it's not a flood coming. It's fire coming, so let's just be in the, in the place of safety. Uh, 
I know that he has kept me here on earth just a little longer because he wants me to share the good news with a lost and dying world that has no hope. And that is, that is a fact. A lot of people live out there without a hope. They don't know where, they don't know where to turn to. They, 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 they just don't, don't know where to go. Uh, I'm going to finish uh, by reading uh, the last uh, scripture, and most of us know it. Uh, uh, it's just uh, John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son so that whosoever believed in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Thank you for your time. God bless you. Thank you for listening to this Abundant Life Church podcast. We pray it has strengthened your relationship with God and will continue to be a light unto your pathway to heaven. If you have any questions or comments regarding this podcast, please telephone our ministerial team at 262-965-5177 or email us at info at